0: Welcome to another episode of the Format Podcast. Thanks for checking in. Today, we got an interesting one. Definitely wanted to comment on this. Um, So Grant Hill is, I'm not going to call him an all-time great NBA player. He was on the path to be in the uh, mid to early, mid to late 90s. But a number of uh, devastating injuries really derailed his career. He's probably an all-time, not probably, he's an all-time great college player and really had the ability and like I said was on the path to be an all-time great NBA player but some things just aren't in the cards but with that he's man, he stayed around the NBA for a tremendous amount of time both as a player then as an executive and now I think is a a part owner a minority owner possibly of I believe the Atlanta Hawks so he's really an ambassador for the game of basketball and and the NBA has done a ton of commentary work as well so The reason I bring up Grant Hill, he made some um, really interesting comments the other day uh, on JJ Reddick's podcast. And so Grant Hill is one of the one of the few people who's had the um, the I don't know if you want to say the pleasure, the ability. um, He's had the experience to have played against and guarded Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. So he's able to give um, very he's able to give uh, commentary. On the three of them, how they compare, and realistically, he always gets the question of who's better. You know, he he has that ability though, that rare ability, as one of the few people who was able to line up against all of them. I think McGrady was another one. I think Ron Artest was another one. It, it's a pretty short list. Vince Carter of guys who were able to play against all three and attempt to defend all three. So with that. Let's go ahead and, and take a moment to check out Grant Hill's comments that I thought were so interesting.
1: In my opinion, Jordan's the GOAT. But I, I hate the conversation because in order to justify it, we put down the other. Mm. And, and so it's like, like LeBron's incredible. Like what he has done, the pressure uh, from a very young age, how he's lived up to the expectations, and what he's had to endure that I don't think Michael Jordan had to endure. This, I don't know, NBA Twitter, social media, whatever. The slander. The slander like, that's the out there. daily slander, yeah. You didn't see or feel that or, or hear that back in the day. Um, Jordan didn't have to experience, like LeBron had that added burden of that, like just hearing it from everywhere and how he's been able to tune that out and, and go out and play Those old heads who love like Jordan, I don't think we fully appreciate like what what LeBron has done in this environment that he's in. No player has ever endured, in my opinion, not JJ Reddick at Duke, not Christian (laughs) Leitner, but have endured as much vitriol and just abuse and slander that LeBron James has endured.
0: Okay, so first things first, Um, you heard Grant Hill say, in his opinion, Michael Jordan's the GOAT. So he got that right. And I think. Um, For me, it's really hard to argue against that. Not just because uh, I always say I've I've seen multiple errors and multiple iterations of the NBA basketball game. And in my opinion, based on what Michael Jordan had to go against on a night in night out basis in terms of the way the game was played and not having the rules basically set up for him to be an elite scorer, but him to be able to get through everything. Obviously having to deal with all those uh, top 10 great shot blockers and centers, not having... Wide open lanes, playing against crowded paints, playing against physical forearm checks and hand checks and physical defense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mastering the game once he started winning, no one else was able to win. All those things for me, and of course the skill set, put Michael Jordan at the top of the list, the top of the all-time NBA list. And I don't think there's any question about it. Now with that said, I am going to say I'm going to defer to Grant Hill here, because as I mentioned, he's one of the few players that have had uh, the opportunity to go against guys that many consider top 10 and the two guys that many consider to be whichever side you're on the GOAT. Now, obviously, I don't think LeBron is there. I've said it many times. I'm not even sure LeBron makes my top 10 based on who I have in the top 10, but that's a different video. You can actually uh, check that one out. But anyway. Um, I do believe Grant Hill got that right based on the fact that he played against them all. So he's seen him up close and personal on the floor. Anyway, <clears throat> um, what, what I really thought was interesting about this was Grant Hill's commentary that he believes no player in NBA history has faced the amount of vitriol, slander, et cetera. I'm, I'm not quoting directly, but you heard it in, in the clip that LeBron James has faced in his career. And a big part of this is social media. Okay, so the first thing, there's no one who's going to tell me as a proponent of history that LeBron James has faced more vitriol than Bill Russell. Yes, I get it. Bill Russell did not have social media in his day. But guess what? If you ask me, and you didn't, but this is my podcast, so I'm going to give it to you anyway. But if you ask me, there's no way you can compare getting ripped in social media or getting ripped in the print media or the TV media to people breaking in your home, vandalizing it, defecating in your bed and in your house and smearing it on the wall and all types of this other nonsense of, of course, also including the segregation, being able to go on road trips with your teammates and not being able to stay in the same hotel or not being able to eat in the same restaurants, et cetera, et cetera, all the while continuously winning on the highest level that the sport has ever seen. There's no way anyone is ever going to tell me that what LeBron James faces is comparable or or worse than what Bill Russell faced. Okay. So well, let, let's leave that there. But now let's take Bill Russell out of it because maybe he was an anomaly. Okay, fine. So let's take Bill Russell out of it. Um, people are more likely compared to Michael Jordan and they'll say, well, Michael Jordan never had to deal with the social media and the 24 hour news cycle and all of this that LeBron goes through. I've heard many people say, um, what if uh, there were social media and 24 hour news cycle and debate shows and all this when Michael Jordan played? Do you think we'd be ripping him for going to Atlantic City the night before a big game, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, all that is true. I get it. LeBron James is scrutinized. He has been scrutinized since the time he was 16 years old. Get all of that. And I'm not saying it's easy. That's not what I'm saying. OK, and he has handled it for the most part brilliantly throughout his career, being in that spotlight. But guess what? LeBron James craves the spotlight. He loves the spotlight. He looks for the spotlight. So, yes, we have all these armchair analysts. We have um, people with shows like mine, even though I am a trained journalist and credential journalist. We have people with shows like mine who um, on, on YouTube, all over YouTube. Right. Um, We have so many platforms out here where people can say whatever they want to say. They can rip him. They can say whatever. But guess what? I totally get the fact that LeBron James has dealt with a lot on that front. But on the other side of the coin, LeBron James loves it. He loves the attention. He looks for it. He's a real look at me, look what I'm doing kind of guy, right? We can we can say that he empowered the players in his era in terms of teaming up and taking control of their own careers and their own destinies. And that's great. Yeah, you can say that he did, but can can we be honest here? LeBron James didn't do this with the intent of empowering other players and helping them take control of their destinies and helping them make money. LeBron James did this purely with the intent of greasing the skids to make his own path to his first championship easier. And as a byproduct, other people were able, other players were able to kind of follow the roadmap and and follow that plan and say, well, LeBron used these tactics and did it this way. So this works, you know, this allows me to make more money. This allows me to get to where I want to be and play with the teammates I want to play with. And all that's cool, right? All that's cool, but let's not act like, LeBron had some tremendously altruistic, uh, um, um, some tremendously altruistic uh, 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 plan in mind in terms of empowering all the players in the league. That's not what that was about. That was about greasing his own skids to make his own path to the championship and multiple championships easier. So you know, let's let's stop that narrative. Um, secondly, the other thing I like to look at is. Do we really think that LeBron doesn't love social media? Of course he does. When he makes his Instagram posts, he's got tons and tons of followers. I think he's got the most followers of any American athlete and probably um, a top 10 sports follow on Instagram. So he uses that to put out his messages and Twitter. He uses social media to put out his messages, which he should. He's He's got the following. He's got the attention. Why wouldn't he? So you know he's a real look at me guy. He puts out his messages. Um, he says his slick little things. He also promotes his businesses and he promotes the good things that he does in the community. But what I'm trying to say is we can't, on one hand, say, "Oh, LeBron James is so special because he has to has he has had to deal with all the vitriol and everything that comes with social media and the 24 news 24 hour news cycle through his entire career and since he was 16 years old." But on the other hand, We just ignore the fact that he uses it for his own purposes as well. Well, in life, there's good and bad and everything. And one hand washes the other and things come with what they come with. So he, we can't, we can't laud him for taking advantage of it, but then, you know, say that he deserves sympathy because he gets what comes with it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, we, we talk about the fact that he was, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? We talk about the fact that he was, for a brief a couple of years, one of the most hated players in American sports because of his decision and his move to Miami. Okay, did any of us think about maybe it's the way that he did it? LeBron,
1: what's your decision?
0: Um, and this fall, man, this is very tough. Um, and this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. The fact that he makes these moves, doesn't alert. And I'm not saying he has to, but that he doesn't even do the courtesy of letting his former employer know. Right. Don't you think that was part of the reason Dan Gilbert was so upset that he didn't know until the decision? Right. He's the guy signing the checks. He didn't know until the decision that LeBron was leaving. Right. Us regular people who work a job, we're expected as common courtesy to give an, an employer two weeks notice when we're leaving. But LeBron, who makes hundreds of millions of dollars, Well, at the time, he was probably not making hundreds of millions from the Cavs, but making many millions of dollars, decides to let his employer know on national TV at the same time everyone else finds out. Mm. Maybe it's not so much that he decided to take the easy road, leave, team up with other guys to try and win, but because of the way he did it, he did it in such a look at me way, right? And I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Okay, cool. You want to take your talents to South Beach? That's fine. But you could have let your employer know, right? Now, he he couched it beautifully in true calculating LeBron fashion by, uh, you know, letting the proceeds go to the Boys and Girls Club. That was a pretty slick move. But again, I think he knew the backlash that was going to come with it. And so he says, well, let me put a good spin on that so that it doesn't look quite as bad. But, but the point I'm trying to make is Grant Hill... I totally get where you're coming from and maybe for the most part, well, I'm not going to say no player has faced the most, that level of vitriol and slander. What I am going to say is no player has been so scrutinized as LeBron James. I get that, but I totally got to disagree when you say no player has faced that level of vitriol and slander. So end of the day, LeBron James, all time, great player, all time, great player. I mean, I still will never be able to get past, you know, some of the things he's done on the court in terms of the way he manipulates the game and really try to take the aspect of competition out of it. I, I don't have a lot of respect for that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh the fact that he's a four-time champ, four-time MVP, four-time finals MVP, uh, he's going to be the all-time leading scorer. He's going to be top 10 in assists and I think rebounds as well. You know, all these things are going to lead up to most people, you know, placing him where they place him on the all-time pantheon and so on and so forth. Me, I'm a different type of cat in terms of where I place him. Again, different story. But but the fact is, I just got to disagree with Grant Hill when he says no player face faced the level of vitriol and slander. The great Mr. Russell would disagree. All right, that's it for this episode of the Format Podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, you haven't already, go ahead, click that subscribe button in the lower right corner of the screen. Also click the notification bell so you can be notified when new episodes come out. If you want the audio only version of the podcast, check us out. Type in the format podcast anywhere you get your audio podcast. We should come up. You can subscribe. Uh, if your pod if your uh, audio podcast allows you to please go ahead and give us that five star review appreciate it helps us come up in the algorithm and also leave us a comment whether it's here on YouTube or on your audio platform thanks so much come back next time and I'm out peace.